0: Welcome, everybody, to the Monday Morning Commute with me, Aaron Downs, and confessions of a, an industrial marketer. So, uh, uh, in the pa- one of the past episodes, I was describing my uh, relationship action plan. And again, this is sort of a, um, you know, networking master document It's based off something that is uh, taught in Keith Ferrazzi's book, uh, Never Eat Alone. Um, And uh, in this episode, I just wanted to talk about some ways that I've, methods that I've found are um, good for reaching out to people that are, uh, you know, maybe a, a step or two Outside of your network, uh, in other words, you're reaching out to them cold without, uh, you know, an introduction. So, this episode is going to be titled "Cold Networking Tips." Finding these people to reach out to it takes maybe a little bit more of an old school approach. Here's what I did. Um, I in, in 20, probably early 2019, I, you know, I was reading our trade publications. We have like four major trade publications in the electrical industry. And I started to write down the names of, like anytime I saw, you know, a press release, a news update, uh, or an interview done with, um, A a marketing person either at a manufacturer or a distributor uh, or even a contractor I would write down their names in in my um, this notebook that I carried around and just write down their names and try to remember like where I heard about them and then doing a little bit of digging on the person um, after that Um, another addition to that is when you, you know, subscribe to those those trade publications. Uh, take a look at, at the people writing the articles, because a lot of them are freelance writers uh, that have worked in uh, that not only work in your little industry, but they they work in HVAC and plumbing and automation and. Um, you know, high technology, right? They're, they're writers who have, have built a <clears throat> um, rapport with media contacts in, in, in various types of, of industries related to manufacturing and distributing. Um, that could be a very valuable context to you. Okay, now the parts you've all been waiting for is how do you do cold networking? So I'll tell you some of the things that I have tried, okay? So <clears throat> starting in early 2020, when I started to get the nerve to, to do this, I started by, you know, again, that, that list of people that I had put together from trade publications, other, you know, marketing professionals in my industry. Um, I probably emailed about a dozen people and noticed I was not getting any response and, and these were not canned emails either I was like really doing my research on each person really trying to like connect the dots if we had anything in common anything I knew about them that um, and you know laid on the praise and I was just getting no, no responses And so I started thinking like, damn, obviously a lot of these people are not on social, so it's not really a, (coughs) or they're on there, but they're not posting very often, which usually means that, um, you know, they're not actively on there. Um, So that, you know, reaching out via direct messages is, is out of the question. Seemingly reaching out by email is out of the question. I guess people are just too damn busy to, <clears throat> um, you know, help a fellow marketer in their industry. Um, and so I I came to the conclusion that, well, F it. I'm going to have to call these guys. I'm just going to have to call them during the day. I'm going to have to find some time, like when I'm... Uh, taking a break and just like make a call because these MFers they aren't they aren't answering their damn email so um, you know sometimes a little bit of anger can 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 help you out there I used I used it a couple times and you know I was nervous as hell and I definitely like was not um, not a master at this but I did get two people to agree to speak with me, one who I would consider to be a pretty valuable uh, person in my network. Um, so, again, I got a couple calls that way. Another method that I used was uh, I got the opportunity to go to a trade show. Um, and uh, what I did was I really studied the floor plan before I went to the trade show and I said, all right, which manufacturers are going to be here? And I looked at my list and I and I saw all of the, um, you know, and I, I put a check mark next to each person's name. It's like, okay, this person's going to be here with that company. This person's probably going to be here with that company. I mean, I didn't know if they would be there, but um, uh, generally uh, manufacturers, distributors will send, their their marketing people, especially if they're mid level or uh, higher level, will usually send them to trade shows. And sure enough, when I went to the Nika convention in 2019, every single person that I from each company was there. Um, I I spoke to some of them, uh, you know, and I followed up with everybody afterwards. One or two people agreed to speak with me over the phone the other two kind of ghosted me Uh, and that's just going to happen you're not going to get them all Um, that's an important lesson to learn in this cold networking at the end of the day people are either going to be really interested in helping out a fellow um, a fellow marketer or they are not and uh, don't waste your time on the ones who are not and it is a, a numbers game and by the way there will be some people who you're like well, I really want to speak to this person, and they don't want to speak to you. And then there's somebody else who you're like, oh, this person's like, I don't know, you know, their company isn't all that interesting, their job title isn't all that interesting, their marketing isn't all that interesting. But uh, you approach it in an open mind, and they and you will you will be surprised uh, sometimes. Okay, anyway, other techniques. I know this is going long. So, uh, probably for within my industry to probably catch the most fish, I really had to either meet them, um, at trade show functions or call them. Um, again, email and social wasn't, uh, wasn't working very well for me. However, had I probably done more of it, like if, if you're, if you're a little less, um, uh, if you're more patient than I am, it might be smart to first start with email, and and DMs on social media. See who you pick up, and then sort of go back, and and then try. You know, for the people you really want to get in touch with, try try phone calls. Um, <clears throat> uh, okay, next is um, is is the direct message on LinkedIn or email. Now, I started to expand my network search in in 2021. Again, before that, I was like really focused on my industry or maybe just like in an adjacent industry like HVAC or plumbing or something like that. Um, and so I started to get interested in, you know, other, industry, other marketing people in in different industries especially folks that were more active um on social media um and so I'll 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 sort of lump email and LinkedIn direct messages in one because essentially the the, the structure of them both looks about the same um first of all you do your research on somebody right uh that's always important again try to find any ways that you can uh uh, you can connect in your interests and in things that you've done and really try to find anything that you could be of help to them. That's that's a very important one. Um, you know, we marketers, as you know, don't get enough FaceTime, never get enough FaceTime with our customers. So if you're reaching out to a, a marketer or somebody that you want to, or even a salesperson, at a company you're really interested in, uh, and they sell to companies like the one you work in. Guess what? Um, unless they're freaking made of stone or they have no imagination, in which case, like, don't you know, you're better off not talking to them anyway. They should be ecstatic to be able to pick your brain, um, and you should make sure that you uh, put you allow enough time for them to, you know, maybe even make it the beginning of your conversation that they get to talk about what they want to talk about first and then you get to go. Okay, back to the structure of this uh, direct message or email. So, um, I would direct message people on LinkedIn if I saw that they were posting uh, or at least commenting. and You can you can look in a person's activity feed uh, to see how Active they are on that on that platform, um, and so if they're if they're regularly commenting or even posting, um, direct message them. It it may be more 50/50 chance that'll get through the clutter better than an email to them. Right. However, if you look at their profile and they like have not posted or commented in a long time, then it's safe to assume that. They're not. They're just not active on on LinkedIn, or whatever social media platform, uh, and that email is going to be your next best bet. Um, and so you structure it like this. Uh, I say, you know, first of all, I try to find a very catchy subject line. Um, again, uh, sometimes they'll be very formal. Other times, if I get the sense that the person has kind of got a sense of humor, um, I will. I'll inject some. I'll inject some humor in there. Like I remember, there was one data analyst person that I reached out to, and I, um, I my subject line was spooky stuff, right? Because he's talking. The guy talks about some of the interesting finds that he uncovers in 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 reading data, right? So that was my subject line. Another one was like two film nerds that entered the construction industry, right? I was reaching out to somebody who was also, uh, uh you know, doing video. Um, another one was like, uh, uh I think it was like superhero father, or something like that. Because uh, the guy had posted a picture of him and his kids uh, dressed up as superheroes. Just little stuff like that. And I don't think about them for too long, honestly. I think if you think about it too long, uh, you you self-edit too much and you remove the... Um, The magic there, okay? But the main thing is that you, especially in a LinkedIn DM, you do not want to look like that sponsored crap that that pops up in your feed. Um, If anything, you want to, like, have lowercase letters where you should have uppercase letters, um, a little bit of bad grammar, just anything to make you look human and stand out and catch their attention, right? Something a little bit outrageous. So anyway, then we get into the body Uh, of the uh, email or direct message. And it's like you address them by name. Uh, And here's where I took that NLP technique a little bit. I I, I borrowed from, I said, I immediately start out with, would you be open to the possibility or would you be open to speaking with a fellow marketer in the blah, blah, blah industry? And I, and then I state for 10 to, for 10 to 15 minutes or either 10 to 15 minutes or 15 to 20 minutes, uh, depending on how busy I think they are question mark right so I, I immediately start a, a no preamble I basically ask would you be would you be open to the possibility of speaking with you know a fellow marketer for X amount of time reason I do that is um, if the person is scanning you know don't make them read through the whole message to get to get an idea what you're selling, what you're trying to ask, like right up front, either they're going to, either they're going to be interested or they are not. Uh, so give them the, um, the courtesy to immediately go, nope, or, hmm, this seems interesting. And then putting that, um, you know, that caveat of, uh, hey, it's only 10 to 15 minutes or it's only 15 to 20 minutes. Um, I think sort of relieves them of the pressure of feeling like, well, how I'm going to have to like book, you know, time during my lunch hour, uh, uh, how long is this going to be? Um, so by saying there's a start and an end time, uh, I feel it, it, it is just, um, makes your request all that more palatable because, eh, 10 to 15 minutes, who you know, that's not a, you know. That's not a big amount of time, and then it'll start to differ within. Once I get to the the next couple of paragraphs, um, I may, if if they have a really impressive resume, I may start to list what I you know um, things that I found uh, interesting or inspiring about their their profile, or I may immediately start to get into the reason why. I want to talk to them and what I want to talk to them about. Um, both of those elements are important. the, the what, what attracted me to you and what do we want what, do, what specifically do I want to talk about with you? Um, uh, one may come before the other. It, it sort of just depends on, on what I'm feeling uh, in that communication, but both of them are important. Um, wherever I can, I try to be raw. Right, so uh for instance what in the in the paragraph where I'm praising them and telling them what I like, I, I'll say something like Frankly or honestly, you know, I am I am jealous of blah blah blah. Frankly, I am um I am in awe of your uh of your career journey. Um it, it shows, it shows a little bit of vulnerability like you're, you're, you're willing to be vulnerable to a complete stranger and I believe, you know, wherever you can show some vulnerability um, all the better right and so I'll get through that um and uh and then I'll, I'll, I'll end the email or direct message by saying so what do you say you know, James, question mark. Would you be open to, you know, uh, to speaking with me? Please let me know. And then in the next paragraph, I'll I'll actually say, I'm available most days, Monday through Friday. And I'll give them the times, like 8.15 a.m., 12 to 1 p.m., and 5.30 p.m. What day works for you, question mark? And then I'll say something, something like, we're... Like looking forward to hearing from you soon. Just something to kind of like end the the email with, like a hey, I'm ex. Remember, I'm expecting a response from you, right? Act, a- you want to act as if act as if that person is obligated to respond to you. Um, and then I'll put all of my details, my phone number, email, uh, website name, obviously. Um, again, so I'm being as as transparent as I possibly can um, and so, you know I I can't, I can't say you know, it's not like I've really tested this method against anything and it's, it's such a moving target, uh, each direct message or email needs to be unique to the person that you're sending it to and unique to the reason that you're sending it um but, uh this method is, has worked out for me, and I definitely like it a lot more than cold calling people. That is just a nerve-wracking experience. The worst part is, with cold calling, um, is you're usually not going to get them on the first try, and they may call you back at some random time, while you're driving, while you're in bed, while you're in a meeting, and you can't always answer that that, that return phone call. And if kind of if you don't answer that first return phone call... Uh, immediately, you might not ever get him back on the phone. It's very similar in sales. Okay, did I leave anything out? Probably, but I hope that that helps you out. So again, just in summation, uh, if you're in a quote boring um, old industry like mine, you know, construct building, construction products, or. Whatever it you know, um, industrial or B two B company you're in, um, definitely subscribe to your trade publications. Read them. Write down anytime you see, whether it be a, a marketing peer, um, you know somebody somebody's name pop up in an article, or especially if they write an article themselves, uh, or any other peers that that seem interesting. Say from the purchasing side or inside sales or who what who knows what. Um, write down the names of some of those regular contributors, those freelance um, column writers. Uh, try to go to trade shows. Um, there's there's virtual. A lot of them have gone virtual now. Hybrid. Um, have a game plan of all the people that you want to uh, either, you know, randomly approach them face to face at the uh, uh, at the trade show or or virtually. Uh, and then when you're reaching out to people who are, uh, you know, in, in industries that make them a little bit more, um, open to communication via direct message or email, um, you know, just personalize the hell out of, out of that message, uh, and, and all of this is a numbers game, um you're gonna find a couple I, I have found some some of my most important mentors so far uh, through through one of these various methods um, that are really helping me with my um, career journey right now um, and I am just ever so grateful and you know you're gonna spend if you're just getting started with this if this is just a kernel of of a thought in your mind um, trust the process it's gonna t- it may take you a while it took me a year and a half from the time that I started writing people's names down to the time that I actually sent that first email that first direct message or made that first phone call uh, I am a freaking turtle when it comes to uh, you know making changes in my life um, uh, don't beat yourself up um, there's gonna be a thing there's gonna be a, a, a time period of Of thinking and deliberating in your mind before you can take action Um, but know that once you start taking action it's going to be a lot easier okay, this has been Aaron Downs with Confessions of an Industrial Marketer get out there and network